Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. I'm Sean Starr. Tony Marinero, are you ready for week six? I am. NFL, baby. The boat versus the goat. We've got lots to get to. The jumbled NFL schedule with the COVID games back in full effect. The New England Patriots and Cam Newton. What are they going to look like laying massive numbers against the Denver Broncos? Uh, one game on the top of my list, Tony, that I really want to get to. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's expecting a blowout. Uh, give me your thoughts right off the bat. Let's get to the game of the week on paper. That's Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers meeting for the third time in their careers. Sean, it's the game that a lot of people are labeling the boat versus the goat. And uh, some people believe that Aaron Rodgers is the best of all time. And maybe if he would have played on another team or if he would have played on Tom's Patriots at the time, he would have had more championships to show than the one championship that he has. Listen, everyone knows Brady's pedigree. He's won six Super Bowls, a little bit on the decline. What I love about this game is not only that you have two quarterbacks that can, you know, elevate, uh, but you also have uh, a player who is ridiculing Tom Brady from the opposing team. When asked about who the better quarterback is, Jamal Williams says, well, at least my quarterback can count the four because Tom got a little bit confused as to whether or not it was fourth down. So, uh, look, I think the Packers are the team that has played better football. They're 4-0 versus 3-2. and I think Aaron Rodgers has played lights out good. There's no doubt that if Brady elevates and has another five-touchdown game, I wouldn't be surprised. But if you're going to ask me for a prediction right now, Sean, I'd have to go with the team that's playing better and the quarterback that's playing better. Give me the Packers to win this one. Yeah, I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. I mean, clearly their offense seems borderline unstoppable. But here's the thing. This is the first time that Tom Brady is going to have his full arsenal of weapons to play with. We haven't seen it yet. Chris Godwin's been banged up. We haven't seen Tom Brady at his best. You're right about the forgetfulness of Tom Brady. Look, nobody's perfect. Even Tom terrific. So what? Who cares? Tampa Bay moves on. They lose to Chicago by a point. I don't think they're going to win this game. But I'm not buying entirely what Green Bay's defense is selling. As a matter of fact, I would use one word to describe their defense today, and that's overrated. Look at some of the good teams they've played against so far this season. Look at the points they've allowed. And while their record is very flattering, they don't blow teams away, especially really good teams. So I think Tampa's full weaponry, Tom Brady ready to go. He knows. He knows he's one and one lifetime against Aaron Rodgers. And that by itself, by the way, let's talk about the crime against football humanity here. The fact that Aaron Rodgers has only played Tom Brady twice in their respective careers. It's incredible. It's ridiculous. It really is. So with that in mind, uh, a couple of things I like right away. Uh, Scott Miller over, Chris Godwin over as we're talking player prop bets. I really do think this is going to be an electric football game. I think this is going to be fireworks. I think we're going to see points on points on points on points. And that's going to be great because the four the four o'clock games, Tony, let's call it. The four o'clock games are duds. Thank God this one's there because it's saving the four o'clock portion of the schedule. As good as Aaron Rodgers is, he has his detractors because he's only won one Super Bowl, right? People have said he can elevate when the chips are down. Well, we don't know what he's going to do in the playoffs this year, but this is a moment versus Tom Brady with everyone in the world who likes football is going to be watching this game. Some people that aren't huge fans of football are going to be watching this game. So I think both teams are going to put the ball in the quarterback's hands and say, you know what, guys, 
Let's go. You two guys have a go at each other and may the best man win. And for that reason, they're going to put that ball in the air. I agree with you. I'm looking at a game where both teams put up over 24 points each. Well, this has a total set at over under 55. So I'm going to shoot the over on this one. And a couple of, you know, a couple of injuries to talk about. One on the defensive side of the ball for Tampa Bay. They're losing one of their best defensive players. That's going to open up the run attack for Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay has, I think, the fourth best rush attack so far in the NFL. They're all offense. They're fantastic. And I think the, the Tampa Bay run defense is going to take a major hit. So I think that just backs up my overplay. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, over 55. Again, some of those uh, uh, player profits I like. Chris Godwin, over reception yards. Scott uh, Miller, also over reception yards. So a couple of numbers to keep in mind as we move across uh, the NFL board on week six. Another game, Tony, that has my attention drawn in. It's a big number. I get it. It's a big number. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Ravens go into this one as nine and a half point favorites. The Philadelphia Eagles obviously represent uh, the weakest, the worst, the softest division in all of football, the NFC least. But Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. One thing we know about the Ravens, Tony, and I expect it to happen because I have, I think they're two of my biggest bets for the week six board. Baltimore minus nine and a half. Baltimore minus five and a half in the first half. Why? Because this is what Baltimore does when they win football games. If they get a 2-0 lead, it is over. Game over. Baltimore buries teams. If the Philadelphia Eagles can keep it close, which I do not expect them to do, that's why I have Baltimore minus 5.5 in the first half, the Baltimore Ravens are a different football team. But when they get out to that touchdown lead, Tony, you have an impossible time keeping up. So I got Baltimore big minus 9.5, Baltimore minus 5.5 first half. Hey, the Eagles look great versus San Francisco, but San Francisco has not looked very good this year. And I know that Baltimore didn't look very good versus Kansas City, but let's keep this in mind, right? Besides the loss versus Kansas City, what is Baltimore doing with everyone else that they're playing? They're beating them by at least two touchdowns. If you take away that game on the schedule versus Kansas City, the Baltimore Ravens are a very, very dominant football team. I look for the Ravens to win again by two touchdowns or more. So, big number on the board. I'm comfortable covering that number. I'm putting my full trust in Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens to get this done. Uh, one of the later games has the L.A. Rams divisional game on the road taking on San Francisco. I know when we look at the L.A. Rams, who are three-point favorites on the road in the Bay Area taking on the 49ers, I know they've beaten up on the NFC East teams, and I know there's not a lot of trust that comes with the L.A. Rams. We've been burned by them before. A really good team on paper. All the weapons. Uh, the boy genius in Sean McVay, the franchise quarterback. The walking Ken doll that is Jared Goff, the best player in football, Aaron Donald on defense. The Rams, on paper, are supposed to be great. But they're not trustworthy. I'll tell you why I think they are in this spot. Going to San Francisco as three-point three favorites. San Francisco, not blowing me away. Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm not entirely sure he's a franchise quarterback. I don't even know what he's going to look like when he takes on the LA Rams. This guy's going to be running for his life against Aaron Donald. But a lot, a lot of the football wisdom says... Divisional game, home underdog, you take the points. San Francisco, this is a gimme putt to take San Francisco in the three. I wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole. In this spot in the last 10 years, divisional teams, home underdogs, are 15-28-1 against the spread. The LA Rams are going to step up and announce their authority in this division, in the league. They're going to go on the road. They're going to win, and they're going to cover LA Rams, one of my best bets, minus three. You know which team is one of the teams to have been sacked the most this season? San Francisco. Man. You know which team is tied for first for the most sacks in the league this year? The Lions. 
You know whose quarterback has been very shaky thus far this season? San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo, who didn't last very long last week. You add that all together, and it looks like the Lions are going to destroy the 49ers. Yeah, and the... Yeah, so I'm comfortable laying the points with the L.A. Rams, minus three, taking on the San Francisco 49ers, moving around the board. Uh, NFL Week 6 action, the sick podcast available where all podcasts can be found. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platforms. You can follow us at Facebook, search the sick podcast. Don't forget to follow, invite your friends, like the page, uh, content uh, multiple times a week as we move through the NFL season. Of course, I just finished talking about LeBron James on a previous episode. So if you missed some episodes, uh, go back in the video category on the Facebook page and you can find all kinds of content there. Uh, more to come, including an interview with the first female to uh, ever play in the National Hockey League. Excited to uh, talk to Mano Rayom. So look for that on the SICK podcast on our Facebook page. We talked about the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Green Bay game, the Rams San Francisco 49er game. Uh, looking at this Indianapolis Colts Cincinnati Bengal game is another one I briefly want to touch on here. It's one of the, one of the, uh, the later games that has been shuffled around. Uh, you know, the Indianapolis Colts with Phillip Rivers, Tony. Bit of a head-scratcher. I'm not going to lie. Maybe not the right move to make. I think Jacoby Brissett probably would have been a better option for them. I don't think it's an upgrade to have Phillip Rivers a quarterback. We saw that last week. Uh, But one prop that I really like in this game is Tyler Boyd, receiver uh, for Cincinnati. Over 63.5 reception yards for this game. I don't think defense is really going to be a problem here. I think Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals might surprise some people. They're taking seven points to the total set at over under 46. I have a slight lead towards Cincinnati and Joe Joe Burrow plus seven. I think this is a little bit of a sneaky, sneaky game. So two little interesting bets for a game not a lot of people are paying attention to. I think there are a couple of soft numbers we can exploit there. I like Cincinnati to actually cover than this one because Philip River, uh, Rivers hasn't exactly been lighting it up for Indy. So um, give, me, give me Cincinnati. It's a big number. You know, when we, uh, when we move around the NFL betting board and we see some of the numbers that are out there, uh, the Lions taking on Jacksonville as uh, three-point favorites. We talked about Baltimore, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. The, uh, the New England Patriots with Cam Newton. You got to feel about what you think you're going to see. Cam Newton, who tested positive for COVID-19, finally allowed back to practice. He's going to play. They're taking on Denver. Like, Denver is its own mystery with Drew yeah. Locke back. Just like Cam Newton. Even when Cam Newton is healthy, I still don't know what type of Patriots team he has here. Well, he has a team that he's still trying to figure out his receivers. He has a team that he's still trying to get chemistry with them. So he's going to take the ball and he's going to run it quite a bit. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, with. Look, I, I think it's going to be low scoring. I don't think that they're firing on all cylinders just yet. So I see low scoring. I see a very, very defensive battle in where maybe New England could come out on top and maybe Cam Newton punches one in himself. But yeah. I don't exactly see an offensive festival. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I have my NFL best bets. Tony, you have some strong plays you want to recommend? Go on. Well, listen, I think so far we're on the same page. I like Baltimore to win big. I like that one. Uh, and I like the Lions to win big. So I'm going to go with those two plays. All right. So here's my, my best bets for week six. Uh, even though we didn't really talk about the game, I like the Chicago Bears as one-point underdogs. They take on Carolina. Um at 1 o'clock, over under 44 and a half. I'm not really going to touch the total there. Uh, the Detroit Lions, three-point favorites when they take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this should be a statement game. Buy or sell the Detroit Lions based on this outcome. So give me the Lions minus three. Atlanta and Minnesota. I think we're going to see some points there. So that leads me down the path of over 54 between the Falcons and the Minnesota Vikings. As Tony and I discussed already, uh, Baltimore, big. Minus nine and a half, minus five and a half. For the first half, so we're all in on the Baltimore Ravens and the, uh, the Eagles. 
elsewhere, Green Bay and Tampa Bay, I like the over 55 and a half. I think that's going to be a firework-filled game. And the last one for you, the L.A. Rams, three-point favorites on the road, divisional game against San Francisco. Give me the L.A. Rams, Tony, to win and cover the three points. And that, my friends, is how we do what we do when we do it. NFL Week 6, your best bets on the SICK Podcast. Thanks, Tony. Let's play some football. (laughs) And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow the SICK Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.